evening, welcome. I am Sasun Ushebrer Bell Omer, and this is Dear Dear XO, my podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you all had a beautiful day, week, month. I know it's been a while. I didn't record last week, and my apologies to you all for that. I had to take a little me time. I was going through it. Um, and I'll speak a little bit about that later, but I will say I'm super excited because the 10 episodes of this podcast that are up already have been listened to a whopping 187 times. Well, not all, t- I have 187 plays total. I don't want to be misleading. Um, at 200 plays that's so cool and the first episode has been listened to 39 times which is so much and it's interesting because this app gives me an estimate of my audience it says that my audience is about 13 listeners so far so I'm real curious how 13 listeners listen to one episode 39 times Are some of you listening multiple times? Because if so, I'm into that. I like that a lot. Whatever, however many times you've listened, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for clicking and spending time with my words and being a part of my audience and um, the family of people who support my work. I'm very much endeared to you and grateful to have you here. This is my 11th episode, and I love prime numbers, and I love palindromes, so I'm super excited to be at number 11. It's reminding me when I turned 11, and I felt that was a super special number and a super special age, so very excited. Um, Right, so last week sucked pretty hard. We'll just get right into it. Um, I've spoken before about how I deal with menstrual dysphoric disorder and since the move and since putting on some weight I've noticed a massive reduction in my symptoms I'm not dealing with as much of the heavy swollen throbbing feeling in my legs and knees just really awful that has for the most part subsided and barely cramping at all, which was, is amazing, but I'm still dealing with really intense exhaustion, and this past cycle, (coughs) excuse me, for about four or five days before my cycle started, I could barely get out of bed, and once I got out of bed, I could barely get myself to the point of functioning through the day my energy was so so low and I was wondering is this a really intense depression like what is going on and then my period started and I was like oh okay this is the new version of the PMDD okay good to know um last Friday was in the thick of that I wasn't feeling great bodily I put Ryo to bed and just as I was starting to fall asleep I my eyes popped open. I was like, oh shit, it's Friday and I haven't recorded my podcast. And I remember laying there 
for a few seconds thinking, do I have the energy to get up and record something? Do I have something to say? And the answer to both of those questions was no, in part because I was feeling crappy hormonally, but also in preparation for the opening of my online store, which I've been working on for the past few weeks, and my newsletter, which I've been thinking about now for months, I have been taking master classes via Zoom, whatever Instagram recommends to me, uh, since I have um, a Shopify store now. My Instagram feed is filling up with all of these different kinds of email marketing classes and build your podcast listeners and extend your, you know, email mailing and all this kind of stuff. And um, if it's free and I have the time for it and it's relevant to the work that I do, I'll sit and I'll watch it. And I've done probably five over the past six months and I've been taking notes and trying to figure out ways to put the things that I've learned in these classes to use and um, watched a master class that was talking about email marketing I think and the person who taught it really drove the point home of how important it is to personalize what it is that you offer and to really make it about your audience, serving your audience, pleasing your audience, giving your audience something. And I got into my feels because I'm thinking about my podcast and you know, what am I offering you all? I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about the things that I go through. I'm talking about the feelings that I have in response to the things that I go through. I'm going deep through my trauma and my past. How am I serving you all with that and I got really caught up in it and I started to think that maybe you know I should give this podcast a topic or a niche of some sort to help me understand what it is that I'm offering to you all hadn't hadn't gotten around to that yet last week and it's funny just today as I was getting out of the shower the light bulb switched on in my head and I said that's what I'm giving these people. This is how I can describe it to myself so that I can describe it to them. Not only to let the people who are already listening know what I intend to offer, but to you know call in new people. And I'll speak about that last. I made myself an outline today. I don't always do that for the podcast, but I had a whole bunch of marks I wanted to hit for this one. So that's a little intro about why I didn't record last week and why I am recording this week. I'm going to do some more checking in stuff and then we'll get around to the meat of the podcast. <clears throat> I gained 10 pounds before my cycle started last, last week. And when I got on the scale and saw that I had hit 170 pounds there was a spark of joy that popped up on one side, like, wow, I'm really, like, stacking on these LBs, I'm doing it, and there was a spark of fear, and I don't even know, my mom's voice in my head yelling about how much weight I'd gained, and I looked in the mirror, and my belly was all soft and round, and my thighs were doing this new curvy thing, 
my boobs. Oh my god, my boobs. I was like, what? They're like swollen torpedoes. I think I might be in love with these with these breasts. And then my period started. I peed twice and 10 pounds disappeared. Um, <laughs> but before that happened, when I was still in my feels about the way that my body looks now, I was feeling uncomfortable, I was feeling strange, I was having a really hard time reconciling my goal of gaining weight with the fear of gaining weight that I've dealt with since puberty. So I decided I was going to do a photo shoot with some flowers to help myself feel better. Um, Short story, the shots came out amazing. And you know, the difference between what you see when, or what I see when I look in the mirror with all of my clothes on and what I see when I get the lighting set up and I hang a drop cloth and I whip out the selfie stick and the tripod and I hold baby's breath and lilies and eucalyptus up to different parts of my body, you know, like looking at these images. I remember that night just being like, oh my god, I'm gorgeous and beautiful my body is spectacular I love it and then like I said I used the bathroom twice (laughs) and all of that weight fell away so now I'm like really back on it I want to gain that 10 pounds back for real um because it felt so nice to be so full it felt like my body was rich and plentiful and powerful and just lovely um that's one thing I wanted to note. I'm still on my gains um, and I'm doing well in that regard. I had no appetite today and the past couple of days I've really had to force myself to eat Um, but usually if I pick something really yummy after the first couple of bites that inspired appetite and passion for food comes back Um, and it hasn't always been like that. I've had times when, yeah, I could get myself to prepare the meal and I could get myself to eat it, but I couldn't really get myself to enjoy it. So I'm happy to say that tonight I fried myself an egg, I laid it over some kimchi and seaweed salad, and it was spectacular and I enjoyed eating it so much. And I had the leftovers from my smoothie this morning. It was nice and rich, and at the end, I felt that I had eaten just enough food to make my belly feel really happy. And I've mentioned before that I've been dealing with overeating since we got here, and I went from overeating to not really having an appetite at all. The meals where I hit the mark, where I eat enough, where get rid of the hunger and the acidic burn in my stomach that comes from not eating enough but I don't eat until I feel tight and stretched and in pain like when I'm able to just eat enough it feels so good and I'm not always hitting that mark um the past couple of days around 11 somewhere between 11 a.m and 2 p.m I'll notice I feel really off and I'm acid and my head is hurting and I'm cranky and I'm like oh so I still have to catch myself I still have to stay really in tune with how my body feels but that's good Um, I think it's good for all trauma survivors 
all people who are trying to heal in any regard to get you into the body, really aware of it, really able to keenly listen to it and respond to its needs. So, you know, I'm on the path. I haven't reached a point where I can say that I've been eating healthfully and have had a healthy appetite consistently over a long period of time, but I'm inspired. I I know that I can get to where I want to be. I have gained 20 pounds. I spent a couple days being able to say I'd gained 30 pounds. <laughs> I'm going to get that 10 pounds back. I promised myself I'm going to start having apples with peanut butter for breakfast because I love apples with peanut butter. They actually remind me of someone that I love a lot. We used to sit up late and eat apples and peanut butter together after the kids fell asleep. So it, I have this romantic platonic attachment, 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 <laughs> attachment to apples and peanut butter. And I'm excited to make that my morning ritual because I think that starting the morning with kombucha, which I really enjoy, is actually me skipping breakfast, which is no bueno. Um, so moving on from that, I got started a 30-day free trial of yoga classes with an app. I'm doing Aloe Moves because a few of my longtime favorite teachers teach classes through that app. And for the past couple of days, I've been doing yoga every day for the first time in a really long time, which parenthetically is another reason why I really need to make sure that I keep my food intake up because I have an athletic body. As soon as I start to do an activity regularly, I start to build muscle, I start to shed fat. Usually it happens really quickly, although I will say that that quote usually, end quote, was back when I was not eating enough, not eating good food, and basically starving myself. Um, so we'll see how it goes this time around. Um, I also started taking music classes, or lessons. Um, I signed up with Pickup Music, which for six bucks a month you can take classes from professional musicians um, and that's something that I had actually done before about a year ago I was doing the same thing but <clears throat> I wasn't super present about it I was still going through a lot at that point and I canceled my subscription because I wasn't in a place where I could sustain it um, seeing that I hadn't played my instrument since we've been here I dedicated myself over the past week or so to playing as much as possible and I had been working on songs on my own practicing them trying to sing along and feeling like I was hitting a wall technically like my technical abilities weren't good enough to even just kind of sit and strum by myself and I was like okay I need to go back to doing scales and learning theory and you know sitting with lessons from somebody who's more advanced than I am because I was at a sort of plateau so I've been doing that for a few days. That's been feeling good. And I've been consistent with my Korean class. I finally got my homework done. <laughs> and I'm super excited because I want to either retake the beginning class with more focus um, next term or move on to the intermediate. I haven't decided. Um, we'll see how the, 
the rest of this term goes. But the music and yoga and Korean have become my, my things that I do just for me that aren't for money. They aren't for my audience. They aren't for while. They aren't for the household. They aren't for my friends. They aren't for anybody but me and my future and my dreams. Um, <clears throat> so that has been feeling really good and lovely. Um, I mentioned a while ago that I might, for my 10th episode here, start recording with my fancy mic. I decided against that because I do not own a computer. And I don't want to start dumping a whole bunch of media onto my friend's computer because she is in nursing school. (laughs) She's got enough going on with her computer and also I find it extremely difficult to work with other people's computers. I like my settings a certain way, I like to be able to drag and click a certain way and all this other kind of stuff when I get on her computer to work. I'm grateful that my friend loves me and trusts me to let me use her device to get my work done. I'm also screaming on the inside because it's not my computer. I can't find things when I double click, nothing happens, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. So what I decided is that I am absolutely going to start recording with my fancy mic once I get a computer. And I've been doing a little bit of research. I'm not going to get too into it, honestly, because I don't know that much about it. But um, if you followed me on Instagram, maybe about a year ago, I was posting a lot about cryptocurrency and the blockchain. I have been obsessed for a long time since I met a man, a black man, um, who told me that getting into crypto was so important for me as an artist, as a single mother, as a black person, as someone who has come out of poverty. He was like, you have to get into this, you have to. So I started doing research. I actually had a digital wallet that had about $2,500 worth of coin in it, and I ended up having to sell it because why own I needed the money at that point? If I had kept that crypto, I might have something like $10,000 right now. I'm not going to (laughs) cry. I'm not going to cry. I talked to my life coach about it. She was like, that just shows that, that you knew even back then that it was something to get into. And you did it once, you can do it again and all this other kind of stuff. So one of the things that I'm intending to do is make non-fungible tokens out of my artwork. I barely know what non-fungible tokens are, except that artists have been selling theirs for massive amounts of money. Uh, Grimes sold NFTs for like tens of thousands of dollars. There's a $69 million art piece that just sold in a Sotheby's auction that is a non-fungible token. So that's another something that I'm looking to get into once I get a computer. And I'm also going to start painting and recording a painting process of my almost four-year-old, four years old Valentine's Day commissions, or I should say four years late Valentine's Day commissions. Um, I've hesitated with getting them finished because I've wanted to make video of the process so that I could use that, of course, for media and making a video recording of 
an entire painting that can take hours to complete means you have to have storage, which I don't have, which I need a computer for, and it brings me back around the computer thing. My point with all of that is this. If you want to help me get a computer, become a patron, or you can make a donation to me at Venmo or Cash App, or you can contribute to my GoFundMe, and I'll put the handles <coughs> and links for all of that in the description for this episode. Um, I've mentioned to you before that we need to get out of where we are for a number of various reasons, and it's lovely here. I love li living with my friend. I love living with her child. I even low-key love living with her mom, even though her mom doesn't necessarily love living with us. I think she's getting more used to it now. But it's not a long-term solution. We have to find a place of our own. And over the past couple of days, I decided that August or September, that's the goal for us to have something. And if we can't rent something here, we're going to be leaving and going to either one city or another. And I'm still not going to mention which cities those are because I still don't have restraining orders yet. But um, I'm excited because I'm, I don't know, anywhere from $500 to $1,000 per month away from making what I need to be able to rent us a studio and still have some money left over to pay for everything else that I do every month. Really, really, really close. I'm really excited. Um, my friend sent me a Craigslist link for an apartment listing that I can afford, right? I could pay rent, but at this point, if I spent that much money on rent, I wouldn't have anything left for my bills. So it's still a little bit out of reach, but it's close. I'm so close. So that's exciting, very exciting. And lastly, on the checking in, I brushed and flossed tonight. Before I recorded this, before I began recording this podcast, that's a big deal for me. Confession, I do not have great oral hygiene. It is, uh, I think, a lack that comes out of not having a parent at home with me in the mornings or at night to tell me to take care of myself. I never really developed the habit of brushing my teeth first thing in the morning and brushing my teeth last thing before bed. I definitely never developed the habit of flossing regularly, consistently over time. When I quit smoking earlier this year, I got really good about it. You know, I kind of replaced smoking with a number of different self-care habits, one of which was to brush and floss after every meal. And I was vigilant. But then we did the car trip and we came to a new place and I was focused on, you know, unpacking and getting wild, used to being here and getting back to my taxes and trying to get us into shelter and oh, who cares about my teeth? So just tonight, I'm getting back into the habit. When I came in from smoking right before I put wild to bed, I was like, I'll do it. I'm going to brush my teeth. Tonight's going to be the night that I start to get regular about brushing and flossing my teeth. We'll see if it sticks. You know, I've made the decision to really take better care of my oral hygiene, who knows, an innumerable number of times as an adult. Um, and I have gotten into good habits 
weeks, maybe months, but <coughs> never for an extended period of time, longer than a few months. <sighs> so I'm feeling good. Um, I've been showering more regularly, and when I get out of the shower, I feel clean and glowy. And I remind myself while I'm in the shower, you deserve this. You're allowed this. Because I worry when I shower that I'm taking up water that goes onto someone else's water bill and time in a house that's full of people. I've always had this anxiety that everybody hates me because I take too long in the shower and, you know, all this sort of thing. So now I have this mantra, you know, I'm allowed to indulge. I'm allowed to take care of my body. I'm allowed to bathe, you know. Um, it's interesting. Um, depression, anxiety, trauma, and all that other kind of stuff. It's a really wild shit. It'll have you thinking, you don't deserve to shower, really? So I'm working on it. And I'm proud of myself. I made, I've made a lot of improvement, and I'm beginning to really enjoy the way it feels to take care of my body with hygiene and exercise and journaling and all the rest so that's the end of the checking in segment hope you enjoyed that now we're moving into the meat of the segment what exactly it is that I want to talk about tonight um today started off really awful for me when I woke up this morning I was really nervous and anxious and angry at myself because I still don't have a home, I still don't have a home, I still don't know when I'll have a home, I still don't know how to have a home, and now I have to figure out how to, quote, serve my audience by talking about myself, like, oh, so I cleaned the room, I reorganized all of our things, I washed the bed linens and did a load of clothing and vacuumed and all of that sort of thing, and I journaled. Oh my god, I journaled, I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I indulged in a fantasy of how I want my future to be, and I got down to the details of how I want it to feel, how I want to be perceived, how I want to behave, how I want other people to feel when they're around me and in response to me. And I wrote just pages and pages and pages. And I got into this thinking about how I'm still so angry and hurt by things that people have done, things that people have said, things that people have believed about me and done to me and all that other kind of thing. And in my writing, I got onto the topic of vengeance had this righteous urge to have revenge on the people who've done me dirty, the people who've slighted me, the people who've discarded me and abused me and slandered my name and all this other sort of thing. I feel I have a right to get back at them. But what does it mean to get back at someone, right? And I decided that my vengeance is my self-love. My vengeance is my dedication. And more and more as I keep going and living, my vengeance is my success. And God, that started to feel
doing really good. You know, uh, I don't know about you all, but having an inspiration that really I feel in my gut passionate about is a necessity for me. And it's easy enough with my poetry and my painting and motherhood, you know, to be passionate about my artistic process and about writing and about learning how to be the kind of mom I want to be. Not so easy, you know, like measuring artwork and coming up with names for it and descriptions and prices and loading it into Shopify and building a site. At first it was fun. After two or three days, I was over it. I hated it. I wasn't sure it was going to work. I wasn't sure it was worth my money or my time. Are people going to buy this, etc., etc.? Same with my taxes. You know, I know I will reap this benefit from getting the work done, but I don't feel inspired towards it. I needed to flavor it with something else to make it really appeal to me. And when I began to label it as vengeance, to label every success and not just every success but every day every breath every action every time I kiss my child every time I trim my toenails every time I practice my instrument every time I condition my hair and put it into bantu knots I am making some hater mad I'm making them angry all the people who sought to destroy my joy they, they roll in the graves they haven't even met yet when they see me smiling. You know, and I, I, I sat and I wrote about how I, I want them to hit just the heights of rage and sorrow overseeing that their attempts to bring me down did nothing. And I don't desire that because I want to cause pain to anybody with my success. I desire that because how do I, how did I say it in my journal? I know that people have compared themselves to me in order to make themselves feel better. Oh, Jessica doesn't have income. Oh, Jessica doesn't have housing, etc., etc. Allowed them to say, oh, well, I do have these things, so that means I'm doing well. Well, what happens when Jessica is gone and you are now met with Sasun, who does have housing and who does have income and who's doing very well? All of a sudden, when you compare yourself, you're going to feel like less and that's going to make you upset. That's not the goal for me. That's a step on the path to the goal. The real goal is to make people see that comparison is always going to bring you out of truth. That as soon as you separate yourself from another person and you say, I am me and that person is other, then you're telling yourself a lie. I, I want people to get past the point where they need to compare themselves to me or to anyone else in order to feel good. And also for myself. I have compared myself to other people and felt like less and less and less. And I know that what's going to happen to me is I'm going to get to my goals, my income, my housing, whatever else it is that I want, and I will still have sorrow. I will still be dealing with depression and anxiety. I will still sometimes have to really work to get myself to eat. 
I'll have to take a walk and work out to get myself to fall asleep. I'll have to sit in the corner doing deep breathing exercises to keep myself from yelling at my child. And I will realize that even though I am now, in the future, what I'd wanted so badly, I still have to deal with my own humanity. So when I say that my success is vengeance, you know, I, I don't mean in a simple le level or way as if to cause pain or destroy someone's life or take something from them, but to shatter duality, to, to, to push past the place where you feel, where I feel, where we feel that comparison is necessary because um, comparison is always going to leave somebody at the bottom. It's always going to be a source of pain. So that made me really happy. <clears throat> Journaling today really served its purpose for me and allowing me to work through my thoughts to a point where I started to feel really good, really positive, where I started to find new ways of understanding old terms like vengeance, right? And I got in the shower and I did my, my whole routine. It always makes me really happy scrubbing myself and doing my apple cider vinegar rinse and coming out all soft and good smelling and lovely and as I was stepping out of the shower it hit me this thing that I offer to you all what is it this way in which I serve you all how just to talk about myself how does how is that good for anybody else I don't remember where I read it and I apologize to you for that a long time ago when I was a teenager I remember reading somewhere that reading fiction stories watching television watching movies you get to learn from the experiences of the characters real or fictional that you spend time with and in engaging in their stories seeing where they succeed and where they fail what feels good and what hurts you learn the truths of the world in the same way that, for instance, if you say, hey, Sassoon, how do I get from point A to point B? And I say, oh, I do that trip all the time. What you're going to want to do is wait here for this bus, but you got to make sure that you're standing right there by the bus stop, because if you're not, the bus driver is going to pass you by. And I know this because I was standing kind of far away from the bus stop last week, and the driver passed me. And I had to wait for the next bus and I ended up being late. So you go to the bus stop and you stand close to the bus stop sign and the bus comes. And through your listening to and understanding my experience, you get to gain the wisdom that I gained without having to go through missing the bus and being late. Right? And if you watch a movie about someone who makes this decision and it leads to this result, you get to take a little bit of wisdom from that. Okay, in this instance, if I do this, like that character that did, I might get this as a result, right? I don't intend necessarily to give advice to anyone based on my experience. I'm not here to tell you what to do or what is best. I'm here to tell you what has happened to me how I felt about it, how I responded to it, and what I went on to do after that. If your life 
is something like mine, what I'm offering you is sameness and companionship, someone who understands rare experiences, you know, like extreme poverty, like childhood trauma, like chronic lifelong depression, you know, these are things that not everyone has experienced. But if you have experienced them, my God, it feels good to hear from someone else so that you don't feel solitary, so that you don't feel like you're the only one who's going through these things. And if you haven't gone through these things, you can sit with my stories, my podcast, my writings, and you can learn something about a life experience that is outside of yours, that is external to yours, that is different from yours. You can begin to build a dimension about the truth of realities of people on this planet. Everybody suffers, but we all suffer in a different way. And I think that a very enlightened thing is to be able to understand the suffering of someone who's going through something that you've never been through at all. I've never had cancer. But when I sit and I listen to someone who has survived cancer talk about all of what they went through, I feel this glow, you know, as I imagine the terror of finding out I have cancer, fear and the pain of getting treatment that I know could kill me faster than the actual cancer. Is this going to work? Am I going to live? That amazing feeling of, yes, it is working. I am living. My body's frail, my hair's falling out, I can barely fucking eat, I look like a shade of myself, but I'm still here. And even though I look awful, I'm so happy to be able to look and to have a self to look at, you know? So there's that. I offer that, a look into my life for everyone, for people who have a life like mine, for people who have a life that's vastly different from mine. For people whose life may be different in some ways, but whose emotional response to life is congruent with the one that I have. And especially for people who are coming up out of trauma and healing, which I always say is everybody. (laughs) You know, because the process of being socialized into a society and a culture in and of itself is traumatizing. Even if no one ever calls you out of your name or hits you or rapes you or anything else. It's still a trauma to get used to being a someone in this world. Um, And, you know, I'm entertaining. I I like to think I'm entertaining, at least. I've had people tell me I'm funny, you know. So (laughs) you get your entertainment. You get to hear a story. You get accompaniment. You get someone who is really grateful for you and really cares about you because I am both of those things so grateful so 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 grateful and the last part which my life coach put really really well I don't know that I'll be able to get my words to be as well put as hers but she said that what I offer to people what I sell to people what I give to people for free is a chance to be a part of my miracle. Um, And wow, when she said that, it made me so happy. But, you know, every click, 
every follow, every like, every comment, every new patron, every Venmo, Cash App, PayPal transaction, every GoFundMe donation builds on this miracle of my life and my story and my work. And you listening now can say that you're a part of that. And you who goes into your pocket and financially supports me, you get to say that you're a part of this miracle of this single, black, queer, disabled mom who has been able to live and survive and thrive oh, through poverty, trauma, abuse, and all the rest. Um, you get to participate in the radical act of centering a life that is normally othered to the outskirts of our culture and our society, a life that is normally discarded, a life that is normally denied presence, a life that is often forgotten. Um, So I had my moment in the shower, I got out, I'm like wet. Wyo likes to sit in the bathroom on the phone with me while I'm showering because he likes to be with me constantly, you know, so now I'm like, I gotta get the baby out of here, I'm shuffling, I gotta moisturize, I gotta put my clothes on, I have to pay attention to the baby, I have to take the clothes out of the dryer, I have to make dinner, and all as I'm going through these things, I'm like, I'm so excited because I finally figured out, like, like what it is that I offer people, I'm just so excited to talk about it on my podcast tonight, oh my god, and then I realized this burn in my stomach that was hunger, and I realized this anti-feeling in my emotional body that was not wanting to eat, not wanting to pick a food, not wanting to cook it, not wanting to chew it, not wanting to eat it. And then I, I ate. I made myself a seaweed salad, kimchi, topped with a fried egg with cheese on top. And when I say it hit the spot, it hit the spot. My friends, it was so delicious. And I finished my smoothie from this morning. And belched a couple times, felt my belly just feeling really, really lovely, and then I was hit with the most profound-itis. Oh my god, I could go to sleep right now. I'm about to pass out. And then I remembered my podcast, and I remember that in the shower today, I discovered, you know, like, my mission statement, my purpose, my, my niche, what it is that I'm offering to people that's rare and different and that they can't get anywhere else. And I've got this beautiful clean room that I spent all day working on. And I've got this beautiful clean body that I just washed and oiled and dressed in clean clothes. And I just brushed my teeth, flossed my gums, and rinsed. I'm going to do my pot, you know. So yeah, anyway. (laughs) I'm in a really good place right now. I'm really excited. I feel like I understand very much what it is that I want to do and am going to do. And I just want to mention before I close that Juneteenth is coming up and I'm doing my utmost to get my store up by then so I can have a big fancy like fire sale. I'm going to price my artwork and then I'm going to have coupons for my patrons, you know, like 25-50% off to make it really, really easy to move work. And um, I'm excited for that. My goal is to have the newsletter done a few days before the sale begins so I can send a message out to everybody so that they can be aware and send coupons to my friends and loved ones and patrons. 
And then once I get that finished, I go back to a full-time focus on my taxes, blah. But my taxes are vengeance, so it's not, blah. I'm stoked for it. Um, yeah, and once I get the taxes done, I feel like pretty soon after that, I'll definitely be able to afford a computer, and then I can start really kicking out the high-quality content for you guys. Um, assuming I keep practicing music every day who knows in a few months i might even have some intro sounds for the podcast you know i'm not making any promises i promised a long time ago to stop making promises but by 2022 this podcast is going to be flashy we're going to have intro music and images and you know all that other kind of fun stuff so yeah that's it i wanted to make sure that i didn't talk for too long tonight And I have talked approximately 15 minutes less than I normally talk. So I'm going to close it out now by just saying thank you so much to you all for listening. Um, Especially since I didn't even know what my purpose was so far. (laughs) Thank you for sticking with me for 10 episodes until I figured out what exactly my podcast has to offer. Now that I know... Um, I'm excited to bring you more and more and more and more and more. And yeah, that's it for tonight. I hope you're all feeling well and loved um, and appreciated and accepted. I hope you're feeling safe. I hope you're feeling cherished because you are. You're so precious. You're so lovely. You deserve all the joy. Send the link to this podcast to a friend, a loved one, especially if you know anyone who's poor and depressed. (laughs) And have a beautiful night, morning, afternoon, day, week, month. Have a beautiful life. Or soon. Signing off, it's Sasun.